the wonders of bureaucracy. The Mesopotamians eventually started to want to write down things other than the monotonous mathematical data. Between 3000 BC and 2500 BC, more and more signs were added to the Sumerian system, gradually transforming it into a full script that we today call the cuneiform. By 2500 BC, kings were using cuneiform to issue decrees, priests were using it to record oracles, and less exalted citizens were using it to write personal letters. At roughly the same time, Egyptians developed another full script known as hieroglyphics. Other full scripts were developed in China around 1200 BC and in Central America around 1000 to 500 BC. From these initial centers, full scripts spread far and wide taking on various new forms and novel tasks. People began to write poetry, history books, romances, dramas, prophecies, and cookbooks. Yet writing's most important task continued to be the storage of reams of mathematical data. And the task, that task, remained the prerogative of partial script. The Hebrew Bible, the Greek Iliad, the Hindu Mahabharata, and the Buddhist Tepitika all began as oral works. For many generations, they were transmitted orally and would have lived on even had writing never have been invented but tax registries and complex bureaucracies were born together with partial script, and the two remain inexorably linked to this day like Siamese twins. Think of the cryptic entries in computerized databases and spreadsheets. As more and more things were written, and particularly as administrative archives grew to huge proportions, new problems appeared. Individuals can easily retrieve information stored in their own minds. My brain stores billions of bits of data, yet I can quickly almost instantaneously recall the name of Italy's capital, immediately afterwards recollect what I did on 11 September 2001, and then reconstruct that route leading from my house to the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Exactly how the brain does it remains a mystery. But we all know that the brain's retrieval system is amazingly efficient, except when you're trying to remember where you put your car keys. How, though, 
Do you find and retrieve information stored in quipu cards or clay tablets? If you have just 10 tablets or 100 tablets, it's not a problem. But what if you have accumulated thousands of them, as did one of Hammurabi's contemporaries, King Zimrilim or Mari, rather Zimrilim of Mari. Imagine for a moment that it's 1776 BC. Two Marians are quarreling over possession of a wheat field. Jacob insists that he bought the field from Esau 30 years ago. Esau retorts that he is in fact rented the field to Jacob for a term of 30 years, and that now, the term being up, he intends to reclaim it. They shout and wrangle and start pushing one another before they realize that they can resolve their dispute by going to the royal archive, where are housed or are housed and deeds and bills of sale that apply to all the kingdom's real estate. Upon arriving at the archive, they are shuttled from one official to the other. They wait through several herbal tea breaks, are told to come back tomorrow, and eventually are taken by a grumbling clerk to look for the relevant clay tablet. The clerk opens a door and leads them into a huge room lined floor to ceiling with thousands of clay tablets. No wonder the clerk is sour-faced. How is he supposed to locate the deed to the disputed wheat field written 30 years ago? Even if he finds it, how will he be able to cross-check to ensure that the one from 30 years ago is the latest document relating to the field in question? If he can't find it, does that prove that Esau never sold or rented out the field? Or just that the document got lost or turned to mush when some rain leaked into the archive? Clearly, just imprinting a document in clay is not enough to guarantee efficient, accurate, and convenient data processing. That requires methods of organization like catalogs, methods of reproduction like photocopy machines, methods of rapid and accurate retrieval like computer algorithms, and pedantic, but hopefully cheerful, librarians who know how to use these tools. Inventing such methods proved to be far more difficult than inventing writing. Many writing systems developed independently in cultures distant in time and placed from each other. Every decade, archaeologists discover another few forgotten scripts. Some of them might prove to be even older than the Sumerian scratches in clay. But most of them remain curiosities because those who invented them failed to invent efficient ways of cataloging and retrieving data.
when set apart Sumer, as well as Pharaonic Egypt, ancient China, and the Inca Empire, is that these cultures developed good techniques of archiving, cataloging, and retrieving written records. They obviously had no computers or photocopying machines, but they did have catalogs. And far more importantly, they did create special schools in which professional scribes, clerks, librarians, and accountants were regular, rigorously trained in the secrets of data processing. A writing exercise from a school in ancient Mesopotamia discovered by modern archaeologists gives us a glimpse into the lives of these students some 4,000 years ago. Quote, I went in and sat down. And my teacher read my tablet. He said, there's something missing. And he caned me. One of the people in charge said, Why did you open your mouth without my permission? And he caned me. The one in charge of the rules said, Why did you get up without my permission? He caned me. The gatekeeper said, Why are you going out without my permission? And he caned me. The keeper of the beer jug said, Why did you get some without my permission? And he caned me. The Sumerian teacher said, Why did you speak Akkadian? And he caned me. My teacher said, Your handwriting is no good. And he caned me. <laughs>